0: Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word cash to 200, You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHAR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's cash to 200, Yes. Bop, bop, bop. What are you doing? It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNSTAM 792 Suns most stimulating talk. There are three things. That I think you need to know. Number one. The only major school district open here in southern Arizona. Vale. Everybody else? Closed? TUSD may vote, the board at least, to close the school for the rest of the week. So that means the teachers wouldn't be able to use sick time, vacation time, personal days. Oh, boy. So we'll see. we'll see. What are they going to do at that point? Who knows? They're all complicit in this stuff. Second thing that I think you need to know, and this is another one right here. You got to love this. Uh, there could be a possible deal. There's different options going on right now. Uh, the Republican school funding plan would uh, would cut some money from Access, which is the state Medicaid. Um and that, that's, a, that's a big part of it. They'd put a new assessment, which is a tax, but they don't want to call it a tax. Uh, when you get your hospital bill. I mean, why not have them pay for it as well? Uh, and of course, when it comes to the, uh, the teachers and that side, they just want rich people to pay. And they think there's like a plethora of rich people. And it turns out their idea they want to put on the ballot to uh, tax people individuals who make over 250 grand, and, uh, and uh, couples who make over 500 grand. there's only 15,000 people in the state of Arizona that fall in that category. And then the uh, the the teacher side is lying about tax rates and going up, and it's, uh, it would just go back to what it would normally would be. I mean, all this stuff just, it seems like everybody's having a problem telling the truth, which is really pathetic, except us here. We, t- we tell like it is. Uh, the third thing that I think you need to know is that the Department of Justice has filed charges against 11 of those uh, caravan migrant uh, peeps that came into our country illegally. One of them reportedly charged with illegal reentry after already been removed. Yes, that's right. He's already been here, or she, or whatever. Yep, they've already been here, been kicked out, tried to get back in again. Not good. So eleven have uh, have charges filed against them. So at least they're cracking down. They're not just saying, "Here you go, you can leave." Bye, bye. Three things I think you need to know yep um, so you have that which is uh, which is crazy so let's let's get down to it right let's get to the brass tax because that's what's important here the brass tax I mean you know how it is right the brass tax so what do you have uh, when it comes to and I you know are you getting sick of this because I, I I don't know if people are just burnt out I think people are mad and I'm bur- burnt out about hearing about it they're just mad at these teachers. Because now there doesn't really seem to be an end in sight. And good for Vale, by the way, to have enough subs and uh, other administrators that are going to cover the classes. Good luck. Good luck, teachers. Good luck. It's not going to end well for you, I'm just telling you. It's not going to happen. Uh, people don't like to be held hostage, and then people like to live in reality. Even if you think the funding should go back to 2008 levels, where are you getting that money? And then newsflash, nobody likes to be taxed. Nobody does. So anyway. Um, the Republican plan it says here in the, from the capital Media services, Howard Fisher reporting final version of the budget deal negotiated between GOP leaders and Ducey puts 273 million into the 10.4 billion dollar spending plan for the coming year that is specifically put out there for teacher pay hikes 273 million for teacher pay hikes. Uh, unlike what Ducey originally wanted, each school district would get its share in bulk dollars, and that leaves it up to board members to decide how to divvy it up, which shouldn't it be that way, local stuff. Now, if teachers get mad because they're like, wait a second, we we're supposed to use that for, for raises, and it's being used for something else, well, that's a local problem. I don't think we need big government where it's centralized and it's centrally controlled, and they get to tell local people what to do with that. That's not the whole point. That's not that's not what we're supposed to have here. So anyway, what this what this could mean is that apparently they use a lot of that money to bump up the original, you know, first and second and third year hires because they tend to leave more quickly because they want to make more money somewhere else because they get mad that they have to actually work and then don't get paid what they think they deserve. Uh, It says here, State Department of Education estimates that about 40 percent of new teachers leave after two years. It's a lot. It's a lot. Now, why? Why is that? In this story, it says, some of that's because the job isn't what they expected. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? You're a teacher. I didn't realize it would be so hard. Parents would be jerks. Administrators would be jerks. Kids would be jerks. Blah, blah. Okay. Gonna... Or non-financial issues like workload, which, uh, welcome to America in the year 2018, where we're competitive with the entire world. We all have a gigantic workload. Again, there isn't a day where I don't do work. Maybe it's different from you. But that's just how it is. So anyway, um, the same plan for bulk salary grants to school districts will apply to 5%, uh, the 5% pay hike proposed for the following school year and another 5% after that. So you have that. Okay. Um, Now, what else? Um, Ducey says his budget includes $100 million in additional district assistance Schools can use that on whatever they want. Repairs, other pay increases. See, and apparently teachers are very upset about that. Because they say, we want specific money for janitors, support personnel, like janitors, reading specialists, counselors, bus drivers. We're being held hostage for that. They also want the billion-dollar difference restored. Again, where do you think you're going to get that from? Where? Of course, David Luan... Lewin, it sounds familiar, he's done stuff. He chairs the Invest in Education campaign. He said, this isn't class warfare, because right now lower middle class income people are paying a larger portion of their income in taxes. Ugh, unbelievable. But they don't pay nearly as much as the people that make more money. Uh-huh. Um. And this guy said, we need to make our economy more diverse. How do you get there? Invest in public education. I love when they have these random lines like that. How do we get there? Invest in public education. Yep, But here we go. The, the, the latest or the most recent figures from the State Department of Revenue, and it's from 2012. They haven't had anything in six years now. It says there's only there's fewer than 15,000 filers in Arizona with a federal adjusted gross income of more than a half million dollars. That's less than 15,000 out of 2.4 million tax returns. So they want those 15,000 people, not even 15,000. Bear the brunt of this because, well, they're rich and they should just give up their money that they earned. Isn't that nice? Isn't that great? And then this guy lied, as David Luan. He said the proposal brings the taxes back to where they were before lawmakers started making tax cuts. But it says here in this story, that's not true. The tax rates that the initiative seeks to impose are actually higher than they've been in decades prior to 1990 couples that had a taxable income of more than 15 grand paid taxes at a rate of 8%. And then that changed. That year, the top bracket is it's 7% for couples that make a taxable income of more than 300 grand. So they would bump this up to a gigantic a historical rate and the teachers are like, "Oh, no, 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 no. It would just go back to what it was. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like that." This guy said, "Quote, we wanted to hit it where it was people who were going to be able to afford it? Who benefited from the past taxes? Don't you love that? Who benefited? Who got to keep more of their own money instead of just giving it blindly to a bunch of lawmakers to do with it what they want? Yeah, so that's the latest uh, from that. And uh, again, the specifics of what Ducey, where he's going to get the money from for this, it's not going to make people happy. And the teachers can't have it all these different ways. I read stories. Teachers are like, well, we don't want, we don't want people to get hurt by this, except for the damn rich people, of course, because they're the ones. Yes. They're the ones that can afford this, but we don't want people to lose, you know, when it comes to Medicaid, which is access here in the state of Arizona. We no, 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 no. We can't have that. We can't hurt anybody. That's just not right. No. This, this is what, this is what this guy's doing. I mean, they, they can't have it all these different ways, right? They can't, but they're trying to. So there you go. That's the latest when it comes to that. I don't know what else you can say besides um, the fact that you now have, again, uh, every school day, major school district, major ones now, uh, closed. Sunnyside, I think, is closed for the week. Miranda, is Morana closed for the week officially, too, Ryan? Want, not yet. Not, not yet, but it it probably will be. So the high school is still closed today. Yeah, um, but they're looking to try to get teachers in and and restart for tomorrow. Oh, I bet they are. I bet they are looking for that. I wish you the best of luck. I when I get my kid going, Dad, I really want to go to school. Oh God, <laughs> I'm like, Dad, I'm sick okay? of this. <laughs> I'm okay? done with this. I don't want any more to do with this. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's really stressed about his AP tests.
1: Like, he's really stressing about these things. Ah,
0: thank you, teacher. Then I got messages, by the way. I got, I got messages on Facebook from parents um, where teachers are getting, like, nasty with the students. Like, these teachers walk out on the kids, and if we no, we're not, we're doing it for them. Oh, shut up. So they walk out on the kids, and this is from Amphi. Some Amphi teacher, he didn't say which one, that's fine, but he sent me a message, a screenshot, because I guess nowadays, teachers, they love to, they, they text, right? They text things and stuff like that. Um, this He said, this is from my kid's eighth grade math teacher today on Remind. There's a thing called Remind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's some. Uh, There's apps or something like that, I guess. Exactly. for the Where homework. teachers can, okay, that's pretty cool. And he writes, are you kidding me? And he took a screenshot. It said, course three. Replace pages M2, 267 to M2, 351 in your math binder. Have these materials with you when you return to school. And then in caps, no excuses. And then those students who have not taken slash not finished the psi not slash volume test given last Wednesday, study slash be ready to compete, complete when you return. So it's almost like they're like realizing, ah, crap, I got to get back and do do work. Right. The job you're hired for to teach kids. Yeah. Mm. They're just getting mad. So this parent, right, bad words crossed my mind. I said, wow, you know, angry teacher. They walk out three days. Now they want to have that tone with students. And he writes, yep. He said, I was with you on Thursday. This is what the parent said. I was with you on Thursday to the teachers. I'll even give you Friday. Enough is enough. You made your point. You can't make everything like it was in 2007 in one shot. Take your 20%, go back to work. I think a lot of, uh, I think a lot of, parents feel that way so anyway we can have your comments if you'd like because we've we've pretty much had it like they're going to wear out their welcome uh 880 knst eight eight zero five six seven eight. we will continue we have more uh marco rubio showing his never trumper uh feelings going after the seriously marco rubio who's all you know i oh, he was mr tax cut back in the day now he's like it's just not working Marco, yeah, might as well be a, go be a dem Marco. What a piece of crap this guy is. I mean, these guys are. Just, oh, but he's a conservative leader. I got, remember I got that when I came out for Trump and was ragging on Marco because he was a big amnesty guy. And oh, he's just the only real conservative. Oh, he's a give me a freaking all these people that were just living in la la land about that. Give me a break. We'll continue. We have more on that. McCain writing a book bashing Trump. Just quit, dude. Just go away. Just quit. Just quit. So we'll get to, we, man, we have a lot to talk with the caravan. Don't go, oh, we have some, uh, some wasteful spending stories as well. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM sounds Sounds most stimulating talk. Oh yeah, 641, thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know, right? Number one, the strike continues, except in Vail, and Vail, while well, their teacher's still out on strike, but Vail is the only school district, the major one, I should say. The only major people are telling me these smaller school districts may be open. I get it. Uh, Vail is the only major school district in southern Arizona that's going to be open today. Uh, TUSD may even vote to say, you know what? Uh, we might close all week long after this because that way teachers don't have to, they can't use their vacation and personal days and sick time. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, Ducey says we got a deal. We got money put out there. Uh, The teachers aren't buying it, though. The teachers groups still want a gigantic tax hike on uh, fewer than 15,000 people that are the richest of the rich here in Arizona. Uh, But uh, the deal, this is really incredible stuff. Uh, The deal um, that Ducey and the Republicans have put together has taxpayers in 17 school districts that will pay more in local taxes through an accounting maneuver. On desegregation programs, the two districts most affected, Tucson and Maricopa, but a political maneuver by Senator Steve Smith from Maricopa protects taxpayers in that district, leaving only Tucson residents with a big hit. How much? We'll get to that at 710. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Third thing that I think you need to know, Department of Justice has filed a criminal complaints against 11 people from the migrant caravan that crossed our border illegally. One of those already was deported for being here illegally. So uh, they are trying to crack down on this as much as they possibly can. And this is just like a just a giant. It's a bizarre fest is what it is. It's just a gigantic bizarre fest. Uh, Three things I think you need to know. Uh, And that's what it comes down to. One of the 11 caravan migrants charged in the criminal complaint has allegedly been previously deported. He now could face or this illegal alien could face up to 20 years in federal prison. Court documents that Breitbart, Texas, obtained revealed that in, additional, in addition to the Central American migrants that crossed illegally, three Indian nationals also crossed with the group. Hmm. Uh, Eighteen people were, uh, allegedly crossed the border illegally and were arrested Friday night in a place called Goat Canyon. Agents said the illegal aliens admitted to being citizens of foreign countries, 13 from Honduras, three from India. One from Guatemala, one from Mexico. So can we say India is no longer sending over their best, their brightest when they do that? I mean, is that bad? Is that bad? So you have all these people and you've seen the pictures, right? They're just up on the fence. They're making a mockery of us. I mean, these people look like they need asylum when they're climbing to the top of the fence, like, you know, throwing in our faces. No other country takes this kind of abuse, by the way. And what I want to know is, where the hell are the other Republican lawmakers? Saying this is unacceptable. Where are they? Have you heard anything from Martha McSilent lately? Where has she been? Nowhere to be found. Matter of fact, I, I sh- I'll i check her Twitter really fast. Fizz- it just occurred to me I should, I should hit up her Twitter. Um, Nothing. Nothing since April 29th when she talked about the uh, attacks on Sarah Huckabee at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Hmm. There you go. I love this. Uh, She tweeted out April 26th, a video of her questioning the Homeland Security Secretary in their hearing on Arizona border security priorities, including the dangers of sanctuary policies, closing the legal loopholes, enticing MS-13 to slip across the border and the National Guard. Why don't you just stop questioning and do something about it? Right. Wouldn't that be nice? Questioning, bringing it to attention. Why not create a bill to stop it from happening? Just throwing that out there. Martha McSilent. Maybe she really doesn't want it. As long as it's, you know, this typical politician, as long as I show that I'm trying, people are going to think that I'm going to make that much of a difference. Oh, yeah. As long as I'm kind of out there, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. This is just, this is insane. Uh, so that's the latest. They're trying to get more and more people, and there's even crazy lawyers that are trying to, uh, for these uh, migrant people, these caravan people, they're trying to make—they're trying to bully their way into our country. You guys uh, in America, you know the laws. You're supposed to take them in. They want asylum. We've had enough of this crap, man. We've had enough of it. And if you want to laugh, right after Trump was elected and stuff like that, we—I read it to you like what two weeks ago, week a week ago. Canada's uh, pretty boy prime minister Trudeau, Justin Trudeau, he put out right after Trump got in there. Oh, we're welcoming. We welcome everybody. Blah, 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 blah. Well, there's a story from the Daily Wire. Uh, Canada now wants US to enforce its immigration laws to protect Canada. I love it. Canada? Canada. Oh, Canada. Canada. They're very upset. And we talked about it last week with Quebec. They're getting people, they're getting overrun with people. They have no idea, no way, no way to pay for this. We even played the audio, I forget the name of the guy, we, have it. we still have it, where the media was questioning him over and over, where are you going to get the money to pay for these people that are coming here? And he wouldn't give an answer. He kept, he pulled like an Obama, he was kind of just talking about other stuff, trying to run out the clock. Um, Washington Post has a story that it's apparently more difficult to stay in the United States on a temporary visa. Great! So since it's now it's more difficult to stay in America on a temporary visa, Nigerians are requesting tourist visas from the U.S., um, and apparently that that requires a lot of vetting. But before those visas fully expire, the Nigerians are literally walking into Canada asking, requesting asylum. Canada, the welcoming country that it claimed to be, is now saying, holy crap, we're getting overrun. We're not so welcoming anymore now, are we? So Canadian officials want us here in America, We already we already vet our tourist visas, you know, to kindly ask Nigerian tourists about their Canadian travel plans so we can catch potential illegal immigrants at our border. you got to love that, right? Authorities want U.S. immigration officials to reduce the foot traffic by screening Nigerians more stringently before granting them U.S. visas. Okay, we'll ask that question. Now let's talk about NAFTA. You know, how about that one? You want something from us? What are we going to get from you? because you guys tried to, you know, rag on us and make us seem like bad, bad, bad people. Oh, yeah. Unlike America, where illegal aliens have to jump a border or evade immigration and customs enforcement agents, the Globe and Mail up in Toronto, or Canada, somewhere in Canada, they report that entering Quebec is as simple as taking a taxi over the border from upstate New York. (laughs) Um According to the Globe and Mail, their suitcases are neatly lined up as refugees wait for buses to take them to their temporary accommodations where they'll receive food, shelter, medical care, financial support, work permits, schooling for their kids, and eventually a refugee hearing. No wonder Canada is such a popular destination. So now that Canada wants to crack down on this, I'm just wondering, why do they hate black people? Can we say that? Because apparently we hate uh, Mexicans if we want to put up a border wall, right? Yeah. So then, what? What is it? You know, they want Nigerians there because they get overrun. Of course, it makes perfect sense. But notice the rest of the media and the world is not condemning Canada for being such racist pigs, right? No, 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 no. It's just America. Where we're racist pigs. Oh, simple Canada. as that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Quebec can't afford to feed, shelter, care for these uh, these countless refugees oh but we can of course and that's okay right if we don't we're racist the schools are overloaded immigration systems backed up this is in canada by the way we already have the problem here and thanks to a loophole in its own immigration laws canada cannot get rid of them if you claim protected protected status once you make it into onto canadian soil you're in (laughs) government can't deport you until you're given a fair hearing that could take up to two years so apparently, again, where Pretty Boy Trudeau was all over Trump. Oh, you're so mean. You're so mean. Now all of a sudden it's can he be meaner? Please. Please. Are they gonna start breaking up families next? Oh but then well it's a very good question, Riot. I would uh I would assume so, yes. I would I would assume so. It's just hateful. <clears throat> Sad. No, no compassion in a Trump tweet. Sad. Sad. He should write that (laughs) Canada Canada is trying to deny Nigerians (laughs) asylum. Sad. Sad. (laughs) I'm telling you, man. Why is it so funny? Because because everything that we want that we know is right and and we know what needs to happen. We got ridiculed around the world and now they're facing the same problems. Sad. Sad. It's just a little common sense, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on, guys. Mm hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh so by the way, AP is reporting some American border inspectors allowed some of these Central American asylum seekers to come to America to enter for processing. Um but the migrants who crossed in the caravan, they have a long way to go. I'll get you info on that. This is very very interesting. Very interesting. Uh coming up in 5. Don't go anywhere. Morning ritual Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. You're shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text-confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200. Is that window humor? He has a track record? Oh, I thought you were liking my reference to Mikey being a big winner. I got that. Do you know what, what movie that's from? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Just> casino. Casino.
0: <laughs> casino. Close. What? Parts of the movie were in a casino. Oh. Swingers. Vince Vaughn, John Favreau. It figures. You're the worst human something. being of all time just because you're a Bridesmaids or something you watch. Don't you know this was a guy movie.
3: Whatever, sure.
0: You never saw the movie Swingers? I've never seen Swingers. Your wife is out of town. Go home later. No, that you're asking me to do something. No, <laughs> it's not that. It's not that. No, I'm not into it. It's that. like when Vince, well, like Vince Vaughn's first, besides Rudy, because he had a small part, his first. Is a cult hit. Swingers. John Favreau, Vince Vaughn, some other guys you'd recognize as well. Uh, Ron um, Burgundy? Close. The guy he was. Ron Club? Shut, shut up. I want to say he was on Sex in the City, but that's terrible for him, but he was on it. He was, at one point, uh, Skeletor's girlfriend, Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, Skeletor. that Skeletor. I anyway, mean, yes. At Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792 Son's most stimulating talk. Yeah, she looks like Skeletor very, you're not know, lunatic it. and not a, anyway. So uh, there are, th- how can you make fun of a way a woman looks? I don't give a cry. I make fun of everybody, everybody. Leave me alone. Make fun of myself if I had something wrong. Anyway, three things I think you need to know. It's true to know. Uh, number one, uh, the strike continues from the teachers. However, Vail is the only major school district that's open. So the kids at Vail are very upset <laughs> that they have to go to school today. Because apparently they got enough subs and other people just scrounged them together and said, we could we could do it. The teachers aren't giving up from Vail, but they just have enough people to cover the teachers. TUSD may vote tonight, the school board, to uh, close school, which would uh, make teachers, well, have to not will not be able to use sick days, personal days, vacation days. When will these teachers start paying the price for this, by the way? Because this whole thing, listen, it's not about education. When unions are involved. It's about job security, just so you know. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, the deuce is loose, and the deuce claims that he has a deal, that he has a deal, uh, and uh, he and the Republicans have a funding plan and stuff like that, and it looks like Tucson's going to pay more than anybody else, Tucson taxpayers. That's just the way it is. Um, I'll get to that in just a second, that they're going to pay more. The teachers' uh, union has started off like another group for a ballot initiative to raise taxes, on fewer than 15,000 people because they're the richest ones, and fewer than 15,000 people will be targeted to pay for everything. That's not exactly fair, right? No, 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 no. We'll get into the spending packages and all that stuff coming up uh, in just just a a few minutes. Uh, Third thing I think you need to know is that uh, the Department of Justice has arrested, or at least they've charged, 11 uh, of these migrant caravan people with entering our country illegally, one has already done it and been deported in the past. So at least they're they're trying to stop these people from getting in here. They're trying as much as they possibly can. And there's literally, literally uh, no support from anybody except from Trump and Pence. Where are the rest of the Republicans? Where are they? Why are they not mad about this? Man. Three things I think you need to know. They're trying to stop that caravan. Man, that caravan is just ridiculous yeah I thought they only wanted uh asylum they're just crossing our border legally no respect nothing. do you want people that don't respect anything about our our laws to be here by the way hmm so there's that um now before I get to the uh, the Tucson taxpayers paying the most there's this Wall Street journal story from April 24th. There's an opinion piece uh by Jason Riley. And he talks about the teacher strikes, and he talks about Arizona. This was very, very, very interesting. Um, Arizona educators, he writes, no doubt have been emboldened by the victories of their comrades across the country. February strike in West Virginia shut down every public school in the state for nearly two weeks, and they got pay increases. Teacher work stoppages in Kentucky and Oklahoma earlier in April also yielded favorable outcomes for their strikers. The American Federation of Teachers. Union and the National Education Association Union have thousands of state and local affiliates. They're among the richest and best organized pressure groups in the country. And they're on a roll. Right. Good news for their members, not for the students, parents, kids, taxpayers, that kind of stuff. And this is very interesting. The teachers unions have convinced much of the media that their interests align with those of students. Which is why straightforward labor disputes tend to be covered as education stories. When they involve the AFT or the NEA, the teachers' unions. He writes, Realize, however, the teachers' unions' leaders behave like other union leaders. They exist to represent the concerns of their dues paying members. So, when negotiating collective bargaining agreements or deciding whether to strike, these unions don't have students in mind any more than the United Automobile Workers has car buyers in mind. And that's true. Have you noticed? Well, one, you notice that the te- the, 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 the journalists <coughs> allege, the reporters, they never actually ask tough questions. Like, again, how is this going to improve education? What are you going to do? Are you going to get this? Well, this oh, it's only me, and I'm a jerk for it, apparently, even though you love it, but the teachers hate me for it, that listen, uh, when I say, well, can this guarantee you an improvement in education? But you notice that the teachers, when they do talk to the media, they have the same talking points over and over. They give the same answers over and over and over. You do realize that, right? That comes from the unions, right? So he writes, again, both parties like to brag about how much money they spend on schools. Polling shows that most voters seem to buy the union line that more funding will improve outcomes in the classroom. Federal education spending, like federal spending in general, exploded under Obama, but it didn't exactly suffer under Bush. Yep. Now, this is where it gets really, really, really good. It is exploding. We are spending more money. And this is where I get bothered by Ducey. Now, again, as bad as Ducey is on this, that David Garcia guy is terrible. He said he supports the ballot initiative to raise taxes on the wealthiest of Arizonans to target them, class warfare. He is one of the Democratic candidates. He's a lunatic uh, running against Ducey. But Ducey doesn't have a freaking backbone to stand up to these people and say, wait a second. We've spent more money. There's been more money spent. Where are the results? And Ducey doesn't have the guts to actually point out how they're spending money in other states like crazy and getting garbage results. Garbage. Where's the backbone from Ducey on this? He had a freaking backbone to not, uh, you know, against Trump, didn't he? Right? Didn't show up when Trump flew in. Didn't want to greet him. Didn't want to be part of, uh, I believe he was not part, he did not go to the um, Republican Convention, the RNC. Ducey had a big backbone to stand up against Trump. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is is why he's just a slimy dude, Ducey, man. It's just the way it is. So let's go to the facts. Right? Problem is, less how much money is being spent than the way those dollars are being allocated. It would be nice if Ducey, an alleged businessman, would talk about that. I'm sure when he ran Coldstone, he had things lined up the way they should be. Right? Okay. The connection between school spending and educational outcomes is tenuous. The Cato Institute reports that between 2000 and 2015, which is the most recent year where federal data is available, total spending per pupil at the state level rose on average by an inflation-adjusted 18%. 15 years, 18% increase. Now, during this period, it did fall in Arizona. See, Garrett, you jerk. It did rise in Kentucky, Oklahoma, and West Virginia where they had strikes. So it fell in Arizona, rose in those three states, yet on the 2015 federal standardized exams, federal, every student across the country takes the same one. Arizona made more progress than any other state. Funny how that works, isn't it? Teachers should be proud then, right? Apparently, despite the fact they have Bathrooms falling apart, classrooms falling apart, books that are not accurate, all this other stuff. Arizona made more progress than any other state. Let's look at my home state, New York, where they pay taxes out the wazoo. Teachers make six figures. New York boasts the highest spending per pupil and teacher pay in the country. But you wouldn't know this from test results. The most recent federal assessment, released earlier in April, just last month, ranked New York 27th in 4th grade reading, 36th in 4th grade math, yet they spend the most per pupil, highest teacher pay in the country. That's 4th graders, right? 27th in reading, 36th in math. 8th graders, New York, 32nd in reading, 25th in math. Now then, union leaders insist these comparisons are meaningless. So now they're meaningless. Isn't that funny how that works? Well, you know, you can't compare the spending per pupil to how they're doing in these federal standardized tests. That's apples and oranges. But you're telling me here in Arizona that funding's down. We're robbing our kids of a good education. So which one is it? Teachers, you're driving to Phoenix. You're not working. You're listening to me. Please answer this. 880 KNST, 880 5678. Ryan, I want the ones that have the answers right to the front of the line. Now, I'm going to tell you this right now. I gave you facts. I'll put this on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Uh, I'll tweet it out at Garrett Lewis. I'm going to predict that no teachers that think that we need more money, more money spent. To fund classrooms and this and that, will call up to argue how I'm wrong because these are facts. They they have no arguments. And see, it'd be nice if Ducey had a backbone as well, and he had a backbone to where he can actually step up and say, "See this stuff? We can try to get you some more money." But you know what? You're doing a pretty good job. You do are you doing all right? But you know what? Let's see what teachers think of this stuff again where I just laid it out for you. New York spends the most in teacher pay per pupil, and they're horrific when it comes to their standardized testing. Arizona has made more progress than any other state, yet we have dropped in the spending, right? 880 KNST, 8805670, we'll get to that. We'll get to uh, Tucson Tucson taxpayers going to have to pay more. If this deal goes through than any other uh, taxpayers in the state, to get this deal done with teachers. I'll explain. Don't go anywhere. It is your morning ritual. With me, Gary Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Enjoy it. 726. By the way, again, I don't know how many tickets are left. It it might be sold out, even though it's free. Uh, I will be, and by Gary Lewis with you here, I'll be uh, tonight moderating debate. Go to Pima County Tea Party Patriots.com. I know it's a, it's, Pima County Tea Party Patriots uh, Tonight is CD2 Congressional Republican Primary Debate. Uh, Martha McSilent Jr., a.k.a. Leah Marquez Peterson, has declined. She was not available. There'll be three others that will be there. These are three great people, by the way. Um, and it's from 6 to 8 tonight at Pima Community College Northwest, 7600 North Shannon Road. It's free, but you got to get the tickets. you got to request them online. There were some people that said, oh, you know what, I can't go. So a few opened up. Uh, You know, it'd be great. It's a lot of fun. I'll be asking the questions, giving my attitude. That's just the way it is. It's going to be entertaining, and you'll find out what the heck's going on. So you don't have to worry about uh, uh, Leah Marquez Peterson and her open borders, open everything, anti Trump movement. She is mixed silent. So that's going on tonight. Partly cloudy, windy, hive about 80 today. Let's start with Steve, who's a teacher. Steve, welcome to KNSD. Hello. Morning. What's up, Steve? Well, I just uh, wanted
4: to call in because I was uh, one of those teachers that you were speaking about, but um, I think you might be surprised that uh, I agree with you that uh, I don't think money is is the uh, solution.
0: Okay. Well, I'm not. I'm not surprised that you called in. So you actually, you know, you make sense. Go ahead.
4: (laughs) Well, I mean, I do see all sides because you know, obviously, teachers want to get paid. You know, kind of what they're due a fair market value. Sure. Sure. matching, Matching the national average seems like a reasonable thing for these folks, folks to be uh, protesting no, about. No, no,
0: no, no. The national average, it, it costs a lot more to live in New York or California than it does in Tucson, Arizona.
4: For sure, for sure. But, you know, it's it's still, you know, getting a 1% increase uh, every two years is, is not really, that's not something that's tenable for very long.
0: No, I listen, I, I get you on that, and you should try to get as much money as you possibly can. I just think it's weak and wrong to go on strike three weeks before there's graduation, and the school year ends. I mean, you guys signed a contract and then you walked out on your contract. That's all.
4: Well, actually, I didn't. i my, my school's open, um, so we're uh, we're in we're uh, in business right now. So, oh, okay, uh,
0: good for you, man. Good for you. I'm talking teachers I, in general, then.
4: Yeah, I just no, I do. I, I see both sides. That you know, like when I talk to my students, we talk about the whole idea that you know, success in school starts at home. It doesn't. You know, you could send a. A uh, fairly um, poor kid to a great school, um, and that great school is not going to be able to do much for them if there's not support at home. Just like you can send a yep. a great kid to a poor school, and that kid's going to do really well because there's parents at home that are going to hold them accountable and have high expectations and help them make good choices. So yep. I'm a big believer that that home is far more important than uh, than the money that's spent on
0: education. You know what you you nailed you nailed it. So like and that's what we need to all talk about. And there needs to be some kind of a, a system where you guys as teachers get the support that you need from administration, uh, from from the uh, this the superintendent, from the, the school board, where you guys have the ability to reach out to parents and say, get your act together without worried about being sued. And then again, the, you know, it, where you can call the parents out and say, if you want your kid to be successful, you got to get involved, you got to do this stuff
4: yeah it's uh, it's it's pretty you know schools have become kind of all things to all people when you know we walked out or when they walked out your biggest concern we heard on the news was how are the kids gonna eat and yeah. who's gonna take care of them and uh yep. it's sort of in my mind it sort of diminishes the profession of education down to a babysitting service and uh, or child care and um, you know as a you know middle school or high school or even an elementary school teacher that you see yourself as uh, being a lot more you know, important than uh, just child
0: care. You know, and and that's disrespectful to you guys. And that's, you know, have you guys, has there ever been any talks for your principal, your administration, your other teachers about somehow making parents more accountable?
4: You know, I don't know how you do that other than just say you don't offer certain services. And, um, you know, and in this day and age, you know, I'm in a charter school, you know, we're competitive. So you got to offer those services to draw people in. So yeah, it's, man, it's one of those man. things that you could say, hey, we're not going to provide breakfast. You're not going to provide, you know, free and reduced lunch. But then you're violating, you know, some laws, and you're also not attracting people to come to your school. If you, you know, if you say, hey, we've got extended care at 5 uh, o'clock at night, so you can keep working until, you know, 4.30 or 5, then people will take advantage of that. Or you could say, hey, we shut our doors at 3.30. you got to be here. But some of those, some of those folks won't, won't bring their kids to your school anymore.
0: Well, you know, but I, I guess, well, they pay for that, right? Because, I mean, when my kid's going to kindergarten, we're going to pay for the after-school care.
4: It depends. I think it really depends on the
0: school. Yeah. Because I get, you, parents have to work. I get it. And you guys aren't babysitters. And I get, I get that as well. But people get, they should pay for that kind of stuff. But I'm talking about, like, calling them to make sure, hey, make sure your kid does his homework. Make sure your kid does this. Make sure your kid does, like, that kind of stuff.
4: Yeah, I think I think teachers actually really do do that. The mm. problem I think is is that there's there's so many things on the teacher's plates as far as you know. For me, I've got 145 kids I see every day. Yeah. So if I give a single assignment, you know, once uh, once a, once a uh, week or I'm sorry, once a day, you know, I'm over a thousand sheets of paper I'm looking at. You know, by the by the end of the week, you know, um, throwing a quiz or project in there, it's uh, it's enormous. So having the time to call 100. You know, if I have, say, 40 kids that are struggling, that's uh, pretty tough. So Who it's, could?
0: It's, this is the conversation we need. Who could? Could the principal, the assistant principal? I mean, there's generally a pretty big administration at every school. Shouldn't yeah, they be you know, tasked you know, to we, do something?
4: That, I don't know who could, but, yeah, that's something that's definitely needed is, is to, uh, you know, make sure that the lines of communication are open and that there's somebody who's actually available to do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, look. That I think we need to have these these kinds of conversations, man. Uh, these are the things that teachers need to talk about. They don't need to. They're calling it Ed Cella, like Coachella up there in Phoenix now, because they get the guitars and they're blasting music and they're having fun up there, there. Is they're you know doing their chanting led by the unions. But these are the things yeah. that need to be talked about. What what we're talking which about I, right which
4: now. Which I don't think I don't think that helps their cause. Once no. you lose the uh, once you lose the support of the community, then your you know your cause is your your cause is kind of lost. You're
0: so. done. You're done.
4: I, yeah, well, thanks for the time. Like I said, I wasn't the guy to argue with you. I kind of support you on that idea. Well, I
0: appreciate it. I'm glad. Thank <laughs> Thank you very much, and I wish you the best of luck. And I'm glad that you were able to call in and, uh, and and state your case like that. See, we can have civil discussions on this. I'm like the teacher yesterday that started to yell at me to say, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm an idiot, and I'm off, and I rant, and I rave, and all this other stuff, and blah, blah, blah. And you didn't do your homework? Well, that's okay. <laughs> Fake news. The dog ate it. Exactly. So we'll continue. Got more reaction coming up, um, and uh, and we got to get also to this this uh, this story of how Tucson taxpayers, if this goes through, you'll be paying more than anybody else to get teachers paid, more than anybody else in the state. It's coming up. Here's Fox.
1: If you push his button, he'll push yours. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk.
0: Such a good tune. I can't believe this one's like five years old already. It was a great video as well. It was a great video. Summer of Funk. That's what it was. It came out in the summer and it was a, anyway. Three things I think you need to know. If it was funky. Yeah, it was. Uh, number one. The uh, the teacher strike continues today. Vale school districts apparently are open with a bunch of subs and uh, people covering for the teachers that are still on strike. Every every other school district is closed. TUSD board may vote tonight to close school all week long after this, which would stop teachers from using their sick days, personal days, vacation days. We will just have to see. Second thing, I think you need to know a, a teachers group they want the ballot initiative. They want uh, it's fewer than fifteen thousand people in Arizona that make this much money, but the richest of the rich would be stuck paying, and they claim that will uh, fund. The teachers pay in the school funding and everything. Make them pay more. Make them pay. That's what they want. They're putting out lies, by the way. That, oh, this is going to get the tax rates back to what they were. No, they were never this high. Never, 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 never this high. Uh, by the way, we'll get to the Tucson uh, school district funding, which uh, Tucson taxpayers apparently are going to pay. If this deal goes through that Deuce and the Republicans agreed to, this will uh, this will make Tucson taxpayers pay more than anybody else in the state. Whoa, it's not, is that not fair? Third thing, I think you need to know, uh, 11 migrants of the caravan have been uh, charged with crimes. Uh, the files charged against them for entering our country illegally. Illegally. So at least, uh, and the rest are the, they're all waiting. They're just, well, they're still waiting. And uh, these stupid lawyers are trying to bully their way in. Uh, nothing's happened yet. We're still holding strong. Where's the rest of the outrage besides from Trump and Pence? Three things I think you need to know. All right, eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight. I really, um, where where are the t? Te- are they not? We had one teacher agree with me, and now again, I put the uh, the Wall Street Journal story on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. You can see it for yourself, uh, where it said that the three states where they had strikes, teacher strikes, in this country, uh, they increased pu- per pupil spending, In Arizona it went down, but Arizona did the best when it came to the um. Let me let me make sure I get this a thousand percent correct. Uh, yes, according to the Cato Institute, between 2000 and 2015, total spending per pupil at state levels rose by about inflation-adjusted 18 percent on average. During this period, it fell in Arizona. We we spent less on what we spent per pupil. It rose in Kentucky, Oklahoma, West Virginia, where they went on strike. Yet in uh, on 2015 federal uh, federal standardized exams, Arizona made more progress than any other state. Now, I know what you're saying too. Well, we shouldn't teach for tests. I get it. But why are they spending more in other places? We're not spending as much, and we made more progress. And in New York, where they spend the most per student and they pay the most per teacher, they are, at best, middle of the road, and they're usually worse than that when it comes to reading and math for fourth graders and eighth graders. It makes no sense at all. At all. So this is a bit confusing. But really, before we get to the calls, um, state lawmakers about to adopt a $10.4 billion spending plan for the fiscal year, the coming fiscal year. And uh, they're going to pay for a 20% hike. They're going to find some money for teachers. Not the janitors or the cafeteria workers, but the teachers. Uh, apparently, it's built on the premise that additional auditors of the Department of Revenue and other tax enforcement measures can bring in an additional $55 million. They want to get $35 million extra out of hospitals. They want to save $52 million in prescription drug costs. Generic for you. They want to save $52 million in prescription drug costs and take $20 million from a consumer fraud settlement that Mark Bronovich, the Attorney General, is negotiating with Volkswagen. And there's more. Taxpayers in 17 school districts, 17 school districts, will pay more in local taxes through an accounting maneuver on desegregation programs. The two districts that are most affected... Tucson and Maricopa Unified School districts. but Republican state Senator Steve Smith of Maricopa did a political maneuver protecting taxpayers in Maricopa. That leaves just Tucson residents with a big 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 hit. hmm How about that? Tucson taxpayers will pay more. Well where's uh, Steve Farley where the rest of the where's Randall freeze is he worried about climate change? Uh, two. You want me to go there first? Either one. John, welcome to KNST. Hello. Good
5: morning. I thought I'd give you a live update from Rita Ranch.
0: All right, John.
5: Okay, we're at uh, Rita Ranch. I'm at probably 150 feet or so from. Uh, there's probably 100 to 125 people protesting from probably the age of 70 down to looks like middle school and high school students. And uh, they're all wearing red shirts, of course, for their protest.
0: Wait a second—they have the kids out there protesting.
5: Oh yeah, there's some out here. Absolutely. Use the kids. Use the and children. Got, and you, I stopped and talked to them. Well, and also, um, you know, they're saying some kind of protest thing. I don't know what it is, but they're all over. They've got all the businesses, parking lots blocked, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and they're out there, and I hear horns beeping in support of them, stuff. But I pulled over. And I went back around there and I said, look, I said, don't renew the contracts. I said, make them uh, uh, reapply for their jobs. I said, this is a disgrace. And they said, oh, you don't know. We're from out of district. We're over here protesting, which was interesting, right?
0: We're from out of district.
5: Out of district. Hmm. And I said, "Um, so you're following the lead of your socialist communist uh, guy that started all this. I said, Aren't you concerned about it? Oh, no, we're not supporting that. We're not supporting salaries. But that was the first thing out of their mouth, was salaries too low. Mm -hmm. And I said, so what are your other complaints? And, uh, of course, they started, let's just say they weren't too nice to me. Really? These were the older
0: people. The older ones, they weren't very nice to you. And where did they say they were from? Did Did you ask them or no?
5: They did not say. They just said out of district. And I said, well, you know, I said, their own contract. I said, they, you know, the superintendent does not have to renew the contract. And I said, uh, you know, they can allow them to um, re-interview for their jobs. And I also told him, I said, have you looked at the statistics? I said, do you know they only work 10 months, so their pay is based on 10 months. When my dad taught, he worked the other two months at another job. Yep. And. You know, he was thankful for having the benefits and stuff. And this is back in the uh, late
0: 50s, 60s, and 70s. Uh, yep, they get a pension.
5: They get uh-huh. to retire early if
0: they want. I know, I know.
5: And so I reminded those folks of that, and they just snarled. I mean, That's what happens. I just said, we'll pull the data. I said, the data is available. The state of Arizona even has it. You can uh, get the full report. It shows a full country, shows by district, by position. I mean, everything. And they said, well, they don't get a raise. I said, well... They get a master's degree after they've been here a couple of years. They get a raise. I said it's right there. They get a raise. They get other training stuff. They get a raise. They yeah. get put in a different labor grade category. So all this, so much BS, and it's pathetic.
0: It really, it, you know, what it's sad because again, like I talked to the teacher earlier twenty minutes ago, and we had a good conversation mm-hmm. about what really needs to happen to improve education. Mm-hmm. And that's being missed out because it's true. Jason Reilly's right in the in the Wall Street Journal. This is about union stuff. This is about job protections and getting the most bang for the buck. And they try to lie about it. And the media is uh-huh. dumb as hell and they're lame because they don't ask good questions and they just let them get out their talking points without challenging them on anything, which is really pathetic. Really pathetic.
5: Well, it's union. It's union without them. Uh, technically calling it union activity. Yeah. And they're they're using their time off. Because then they say, well, we're just, you know, sick or whatever. And so they can get around, you know, some stuff. Well, that's why TUSD might
0: cancel that. The TUSD might cancel schools, so they can't do that anymore. They're going to vote on that, looks like, tonight.
5: Well, I I went back to the Vail School District superintendent. Yeah. And right off the end, I can't remember his name. And I'll send you some of the correspondence. But what I told him was exactly. I said, you know, that you need to take swift and immediate action because this will fester and this will grow and metag- um, metastasize yep. the cancer. And I said, you need to, to, their contract's coming in. You need to not renew them. Tell them they can re-up to their job. And um, I told him, I said, and if you're not willing to stand up to it, you need to resign.
0: Good for you're you, not, man.
5: You're in collusion with them. And I said, you need to step down because this is one of the most serious uh... impacts education and it's not for the students
0: there you go you're right
5: So hey. we'll see what yeah. that was his name is i that, wanted to name that, it on the that's air that's
0: okay but... i think it's calvin uh... calvin baker but i'm running short on time let me you shoot, shoot me an email on that garrett at knst dot com let me know uh... what he was saying i'd love to see that thank you for the report i do appreciate it john we will continue on knst your shot at one thousand dollars now text the word bank to two hundred two hundred you'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio radio info standard data and message rates apply that's banked to 200, 200. Bop, bop. So you want me to know? Is yeah, that cool? We're, all right, excellent. Thank you. What? I'm on, I'm on, but it's okay. I went, Do you want to go on the radio and say it? Do you want to go on the radio go and here. say Come it? Here. Come, Come here, here. Katrina. Come here. Hello.
1: Hi, it's 809. <laughs> I think you better
0: cry. I did not. People, I love when people don't realize the microphones are on. Just we wait? Email,
6: email, email me. <laughs>
0: Unless you have something to say to the audience, don't say anything at all. I know, I'm just kidding. Listen, it's your it's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things that I think you need to know. Number one, uh, the strike continues. Every major school district in southern Arizona is closed, except for Vail. But I don't think the teachers are going back to Vail. They have enough subs and other people. That they're getting these schools open in Vail. So the kids in Vail very say, disa- What you hear right now is the disappointment in their voice. Because they don't get snow days down here. <laughs> so that's what's gonna happen. TUSD may vote tonight, the school board just to close the weeks for the rest uh, of schools close the schools the rest of the week. If they do that, that means they can't use their uh, sick days, vacation days, personal days. Uh, maybe then they can get fired. I, I don't know. Who knows? But I mean, they walked out of their contract. I love I love how they walk out of their contract. They don't want to be held accountable for this garbage. Anyway, second thing that I think you need to know. Uh the Deuce and the Republicans, the legislature think they have a deal, uh ten point three excuse me, ten point four billion dollar spending plan for the state of Arizona. And uh they, they think they have the money in there to give teachers raises, but they gotta get Fifty-five million from tax enforcement measures, additional ones from the Department of Revenue. Uh, Thirty-five million out of hospitals. They want to, you know, raise an assessment to get that. They want to not spend fifty-two million in prescription drug costs. I guess for access. So there, there goes your uh, your farm reps right there. Uh, and then they want to take twenty million from a consumer fraud settlement from the Attorney General Mark Brnovich, negotiating with Volkswagen. And I get this: seventeen school districts taxpayers. In 17 school districts will pay more in local taxes through an accounting maneuver on desegregation. The most affected ones, Tucson and Maricopa. But there's a lawmaker in Maricopa, Steve Smith, Senator Steve Smith. He's protecting people in that district, the taxpayers. Tucson is going to get the big hit. The big hit. Yep. That's what's going to happen there. It's confusing as hell, but bottom line is it's they're going to pay more. Uh, third thing I think you need to know. Uh, is the fact that the uh, the caravan of migrants is still down near the border and uh, 11 people have been charged, there have been files charged uh, against, uh, charges filed, I should say, against 11 of the migrants that crossed the border illegally. One already did in the past and was deported, so that person is taking on, uh, may, may take up another 20 years in prison. We get to pay for that. Uh, these people are maniacs, they're asylum, they're hanging on the top of the fence, they're yelling things, they're cursing, they're flaunting in our face. Yeah, that's exactly what I want in our country. Get out of here. Three things I think you need to know. So we have that. All right, uh, we'll get to Paul Cunningham's uh, tweet in just a second. Ryan's asking me to, to go to Bill, who's been waiting a while. Bill in Sierra Vista, welcome to KNST. Hey, Bill.
3: Good morning, Garrett. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. I just wanted to make a it- Quick comment about the teachers that are protesting. What they need to do is go before the school board and protest their own faculty members, teachers who are teaching our students that if you're too stupid to get a real job, join the Army. Or that President Trump is a liar and a racist. They need to quit teaching my 10-year-old daughter how to use a condom or how to have choking sex.
0: What? Uh, they, need to, what? they need to quit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did that actually happen or was that from a different school district?
3: well it I heard this from a friend of mine in Tucson that some teacher mentioned in the school district up there about sexual relationships, and they were talking to the students in a sixth grade class about this and I thought, "What in the heck mm. and this this teacher is this uh, parent is very unhappy, um, but right here in Sierra Vista, one of the teachers was telling my son that the planet 's running out of water well you can 't run out of water. And I'm tired of teachers telling us that we're not born boys or girls. So if the teachers want more money, what they need to do is protest the school board allowing other faculty members to be teaching this kind of stuff to our students because the parents are tired of this.
0: I think I think you're 1,000% right, which is why we say, wh- where's the return on our investment? You want my money? Fine, but things have to change because we're sick Absolutely. of this stuff. We're sick. So those other things you mentioned, were they actually from... Schools here in Arizona. Uh,
3: there was uh, a teacher uh, apparently at Boina High School who was talking to the students about uh, about President Trump being a liar and a racist. Oh yeah, that happens and all as, the time. And as I yeah, but that's everywhere now. Yeah. Um, but it's and, not acceptable uh, though. It's not acceptable. You're right. Well, it's, it, all this stuff is everywhere, and the parents are fed up with paying these teachers to teach this kind of stuff. So they need to go back to teaching reading, writing, and arithmetic Imagine and leave that. all the rest of it to the parents.
0: You know, uh, I don't know if you heard about this, and, and you know, we had a teacher yesterday call up and yell at me saying I talk about it too much. But we broke the story. And nobody else in the media covered it, that at Flowing Wells High School right here in Tucson, uh, a math teacher on March 31st uh, is transgender, which whatever, I don't care. Right. But it's got to be confusing. High school math teacher teaching 11th grade math didn't teach math that day. It was like National Trans Coming Out Day or something like that. And he did a whole presentation on transgenderism and why these students need to accept it.
3: Well, absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't mind either. Whatever these people are in their own private lives is fine with with Mm. all the parents. But they need to quit teaching their opinions and start teaching the school curriculum that lets our children grow up and get a good job. Yep. I don't care. I I don't think it's
0: appropriate that they would say Trump is the greatest and here's why. They don't need to say that either. Like that's, you know, just don't say any of that. Just teach the facts. Teach. I agree completely. Teach what's there. I agree. Yeah. Listen, uh, Bill, thank you for, for... my teachers need to hear that. They need to hear that. And thank you very much. I appreciate it.
3: Thank you, Garrett. All right. Take, take care, care, man.
0: You too. Um, you notice the local media never, when they go down to downtown Tucson or if they stick them up in Phoenix to go talk to these these teachers, they never ask them about that stuff. It's always downplayed. Nah, it doesn't really happen. It's downplayed like, like the way we have problems with legal immigrants is downplayed by the media and by people. Nah, well, it's just a one-off that somebody got killed. I mean, you can't just lump them all in and, mm-hmm. Funny how that works, isn't it? Funny how that works. And honestly, other teachers should be mad at these other teachers that are screwing it up for the rest of them. We're not going to take it. This is what these teachers don't understand. We pay your salary. I pay your salary. If I'm not happy with the job you're doing, you think I have no freaking right to, to say something? What are you, nuts? when we get mad so uh paul cunningham a city councilman who look they all listen or maybe he doesn't maybe he listens to chachi and Joni go on a date and amazingly enough it doesn't work out what happens afterward who knows uh right at the beginning of the show councilman paul cunningham tucson councilman uh linked this story commented on the story about how tucson may pay more money than any other tax, uh, than any other district, Tucson taxpayers, than any other district uh, to pay for the budget because of some kind of crazy accounting revenue, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I went over that anyway. So uh, Cunningham tweets, As usual, Tucson gets the short end and is punished by the state budget. Begs the question, are you pro-Tucson or pro-legislature? They just passed a tax that only applies to Tucson. Legislature scrapes by with revenues for $10.4 billion budget proposal. So I was the only person to respond to this. And I responded to Councilman Cunningham. I mean, Tucson taxpayers have to pay the most. I get it. uh, If this goes through, right? If it goes through. But I, I asked him on Twitter. Why are you against a tax hike for Tucson? Tucson leaders pushed to raise sales tax bond packages seemingly every year feel free to contact me to discuss on my show. And I left the phone number for the call in line in my email. And I haven't heard anything. You'd think if this councilman was so fired up, he'd want to communicate with more people than just his Twitter account, where, again, I was the only person to actually respond to what he wrote. So apparently nobody really gives a crap about what he writes on Twitter. And he has he can, he can stand up for Tucson on this Tucson radio show. But, you know, he... Um, he hasn't. Uh, he hasn't gotten back to me. Shocking, isn't it? And maybe we'll agree on this. Maybe we will. I. I don't know. It's. It's just crazy. Eight eight zero KNST. Eight eight zero five six seven eight. Again, this whole deal. Uh, it's. It's very confusing. And numbers on the radio stink. But apparently, there's something that's going to make Tucson taxpayers pay more for TUSD than anybody else. Anybody else? I don't know how. I don't know why. It's still kind of. It's not really explained, but it's just there. And where are the Tucson legislators to protect Tucson? You had the Maricopa, the state senator, Steve Smith, from Maricopa. He represents Maricopa. He changed something so they wouldn't have to get paid. They wouldn't have to pay as much. Where's Where are the lawmakers from Tucson? Hmm. So there's that. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, by the way. If the ballot measure goes through, again, it would raise the income tax by almost three and a half points on individuals that make more than a quarter million dollars, households that earn more than five hundred thousand dollars, raise the income rates by almost four and a half points by individuals that earn more than a half mil and households that earn more than a million dollars. They got to get enough signatures in the next 60 something days. It's going to be a tough thing to do, but you never know what these unions They'll, they'll hang out outside of grocery stores and have dumb people that go, oh great, when they go, do you want to fund schools? Want to get this on the balance? So we can fund we make sure kids have books. Yep. Shake you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the teachers' union, the Arizona Education Association President Joe Thomas said we're likely to support the efforts. Shocker. Noah Carvelis, the uh, progressive nut job organizing the Red for Red movement, said his group is polling our site liaisons right now to see if they and their campuses support this initiative, which means they're going to do it, they're going to do it. Um, which one do you want me to go to 1st Two Who's been holding the longest? He's good, Rodney. Welcome to KNST. Hi, Rodney.
6: Good morning. Hey, uh, just speaking of Twitter this morning, on my Twitter feed came up was, "What's your opinion on the teacher strike?" and as you mentioned, I was actually the only person to comment. I may actually made several comments. There wasn't <laughs> enough room, each in, each individual tweet. But yeah. one of the comments that I made was that, didn't we elect Doug Goosey because he was some big shark businessman and was able yep. to solve these problems? Yep. In his businesses, if everybody walked out one day, what would he have done?
0: He would have fired them all, probably.
6: He would have replaced them. Mm-hmm. If, they, if they brought in temporary teachers, substitute teachers, replacement teachers, these teachers wouldn't feel they have such a leverage mm-hmm. over the public. I mean, they're holding us, truly holding us hostage. And as you mentioned, we pay them. And I, and that's another thing I had on Twitter feed. These people are pissing off the people that pay them. What What's the rationale there? But do you, you see, I, instead of coming up with some tactic to gain leverage on, on our behalf, it's simply folding to, well, I guess not 100% of their demands, but the majority of their demands and trying to figure out how to do it just You know, now we know that's how Arizona works. You just walk out of any industry, and guess what? You'll get whatever you want, and screw the public who pays you.
0: You know, it's very interesting you say that. Uh, First off, I've been very critical of Ducey. Ducey, again, had no problems standing up to Trump by not showing up when he flew into Mesa when he was the nominee. Remember that? I I do remember that. Yeah, he had no problem saying, screw you, Trump, I'm out, and uh, yet he can't can't hold teachers accountable. And, you know, that's the thing. You know... Listen, Coldstone Creamery has had its issues. I've seen, uh, I, you know, you take everything of salt, but I've seen some exposés on some uh, financial news shows about what they do to their franchisees. And that's when he was the CEO and everything else. I mean, he's cut taxes. He's cut some regulations. I get that stuff. Uh, but he is just, I don't know, he just looks lost. And for a guy that's ego is so big that he one day wants to be president, which is it, which is the rumor that's out there. I mean, he wants higher office than Arizona governor. Um he looks a bit a bit clueless to me, a bit lost, doesn't he?
6: He certainly does. He's certainly not uh, adding anything to his resume by this fiasco that he's, I guess, presiding over, for lack of a better word. Yeah, and you
0: know what? Look at look at Trump, the guy that he wouldn't show up, he didn't respect, didn't didn't support, nothing like that. Trump is about to solve. It looks like if everything goes right, we don't know yet, but it looks like he might solve uh, the potential of nuclear war on the Korean Peninsula. It's been there for decades, right? Certainly, and he's he's negotiating with a with a a, uh, killing dictator. He's orchestrating all this stuff, and yet Ducey thought he was better than Trump by not showing up. And Ducey can't handle a bunch of teachers that work for him and the taxpayers.
6: Lucy is just sticking his finger to the political winds of what's popular, what is the majority, you know, that he thinks the voters are going to like me to do, not do, as opposed to doing what is right. And sometimes, you know, yeah. doing, it's like ripping off a Band-Aid. You, yeah. you got to do it, whether you like it or not.
0: Yeah. Yep. it's, it's, to me, I don't know why he doesn't just meet with these other people. I mean, you meet with them because all they do now is use you. He won't meet with us. He won't meet. What's the problem with hearing? They have to say you don't have to agree with it. I mean, look at how many, how many presidents have not chose not to meet with the horrendous dictator of North Korea. And then Trump's like, all right, you know what, you want to meet? Listen, I'll blow your butt up, or we're going to meet, and we're going fi- to we're going to finish this. And all of a sudden, the guy wants to meet. If that's what it takes to get world peace to, to deal with the dictator, that's what you got to do.
6: That That's entirely correct, and that's why Ducey needs to, obviously it's probably too late in the game to step up and do something now because he's about to fold, and they're putting all the cards on the table, but yep. uh, it should have never got this far. You're by right. No
0: means. You're right. Rodney, I appreciate it, brother. All right, thank you. Take, take care. Now, again, saying that, his Democratic opponent, whether it's Steve Farley or David Garcia, are way worse, which is frightening enough, way worse than anything Ducey could be, but Ducey is, uh, is a bit over his head on this. Uh, really quick, Colin, welcome to KNST. Hey, Colin. How you doing this morning? All right. What's happening, man? Oh, not
2: a whole lot. Just listening to your uh, telecast gotcha. about the schools and stuff.
0: What's on your mind? And,
2: well, basically, you know, after what I had to say to your guy who answered the phone and what I'm thinking now, it's just coming down to what I'm realizing it's family values and somebody brought this home the other day. I was helping a guy look at his vehicle that was smashed and some guy came walking up the street and he seemed to be kind of spaced out and high and, and uh, he started talking to us. And, uh, the next thing you know, he got on some topic about how families aren't families anymore. They just eat TV dinners. They don't eat together. They don't do anything together. Mm. The streets are raising the kids. The schools are raising the kids. And, uh, Basically, just how how America itself, our whole infrastructure of the family unit, our morals, and everything else, are just going out the window, completely.
0: You and, know, uh, it, it's about it, the, yeah. the
2: schools. I can't use the word Easter. I can't use the word Christmas. I'm corrected. And if I argue my point, I get the "How dare I."
0: Who uh, was this at your kids' school? But oh, I know yeah, what you're McGee.
2: saying. McGee was one of them. I, I McGee and uh, and Gale, I used the word Easter last year. And I was corrected twice that it's Egg Day. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I tried to
0: argue my point. I got the
2: how dare I argue with them.
0: They said it's Egg Day, not Easter.
2: Yes, Egg Day and Present Day.
0: Present Day. Yes. (laughs) I'm Jewish. I don't get offended by Easter or Christmas.
2: No, but you know what? They take all the pictures of Jesus and all the crosses out of the scrolls schools and then the teachers plaster celebrate diversity bumper stickers on the front of their desk.
0: Well there you go. And you know, like we said, the other one who was doing transgender, you know, math day or whatever the hell it was. Right, um, and that, I that's saw okay
2: that totally last year in uh, in McGee Middle School, Miss Wilson's class, definitely plastered all over the front of her desk. And if she's listening, she knows it
0: At McGee Middle school, this teacher what'd she do? It was all diversity or she did other stuff?
2: Oh yeah, there was diversity stuff all over her desk, just everywhere. Everywhere from colored pencil erasers rainbow to the Do- celebrate diversity stickers to you name it
0: <laughs> but you can't be offended by that if you are you're just a horrible person exactly and i can't use the word easter either no this is and this is why you know these teachers sit back and they wonder why people are upset and we don't want to give them a raise yep you know? and
2: saw special on well i don't want to go there don't you? i'm not a homeophobe but the bottom line is 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 live and let live but why are they trying to change all of our traditions they're trying to change everything in america they're trying to desensitize us. Um, it, it's crazy. You know, we don't do anything about all these homeless people and all these drug addicts and all this crazy stuff going on. And uh, I, we just don't have, we just locked our moral compass, period.
0: Uh, you know what? Just like we say police officers aren't bodyguards, you have to be responsible for yourself, right? When it comes, to, when it comes to education, parents need to make sure their kids do the work. They can't just re- you can't just drop your kid off. And expect the teacher to do everything. That's where it's unfair to teachers. Teachers can't make the kids do work at home if they're not prepared when they come to school the next day. How is that the teacher's fault? And it's not. And that's why this needs to start at the top. And you need to set a precedence and an expectation. You need to have good principals and good administrators. And it seems to be lacking right there. And nobody wants to call that out except for us. So, Colin, man, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you so much for for uh, giving us the examples, man. Have a good day. Thank you. Take care. 828, it's KNST.
7: He doesn't need to take a selfie because he thinks about himself all the
0: damn time. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Come on, 841. This is enough summer of Funk One right here. As we get ready for summer, it's Commie Day. It's May Day. It's Commie commie Day, May Day, Commie Day. This is well, is wearing
1: red for Ed, so By the
0: way, they ruined Ed shirts. I can't wear a red tee. I didn't get emails ah, from people. I got a red shirt. They can off. wear like uh, they are people that want to go to the debate I'm going to I'm going to moderate tonight. Uh, go to pima county tea see if there's any tickets left. They're free. Some people have been nice that I you know what? I can't go. I realized I have something better to do than hang out with Garrett or whatever. What? It's for CD2 Republicans uh, Martha McSilent Jr. aka Liam Marquez Peterson. Not there, but they're going to leave a chair for her. So maybe I'll ask her some questions. See if she can respond. Ask about chain migration. Anyway, uh, I have people like, I want to wear a Tea Party shirt, but I can't because it's red. People are going to think I'm red for red. It's true. They ruined everything. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, The strike continues. Only Vail is open as of now. And uh, they're not even using, like, the teachers because the teachers are still on strike for the most part at Vale. But they, they cobbled some uh, subs and some uh, administrators together, and they're trying to keep it open. So we'll get to that in a second. TUSD may vote tonight to cancel uh, the rest of the week, which means the teachers can't say sick day, personal day, vacation day. Good luck. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, do see the Republicans think they have a budget deal. And that's why they just needed time. I mean, the budget's not due till June 30th. And these maniacs go on strike because they're being led by union thugs. And uh, they want to take fifty-two million out of prescription drug costs from it looks like access, obviously thirty-five million they want to add an assessment to hospitals or make it bigger. They want to get extra thirty-five million from hospitals, uh, fifty-five million from other revenue situations, whatever that means. And they think they could do it, but it turns out also Tucson taxpayers uh, will pay the most. There are seventeen school districts that'll pay more local taxes through this accounting maneuver, and Tucson taxpayers will pay the most in the state. Third thing I think you need to know, the Department of Justice has charged 11, they filed charges for 11 of these caravan, migrant caravan people uh, for crossing the border illegally. They're going after them. Good, you cross it, you're done. That's what needs to happen. You enforce the damn laws. Three things that I think you need to know. All right. Now, what else do we have? Um... Oh, this uh, this uh, this note on Facebook from the superintendent of schools in Vale, Calvin. I think it's Baker, Baker, Barker, Barker, Baker, whatever the hell it is. Uh, he wrote, "Vale will be working tomorrow." This is the email from uh, it's it's Baker, Cal, Calvin Baker, to his staff. Dear staff, he's poured in over forty five years of, of his life in education. Whole family's about it. Blah blah blah. I uh, I know of no other person from Southern Arizona who has made more trips to Phoenix to advocate for additional funding for you and our schools. And he appreciates advocacy that you've done in the past few days. So he's letting the crazies. He's, he's like, it's like taming children, right? It's like taming children. Well, it turns out he writes, uh, the budget bills necessary to implement the funding for an immediate average teacher salary increase of 10% are being introduced today. Immediate today. Those bills also include an additional 5% increase for each of the next two years. Not a promise, a statute. They're in statutes. Many concerns regarding the source of that funding have also been addressed. The total funding increase is by far the largest I've seen in my entire career. How come nobody else is saying this? Why is the union not saying this? What is going on? The governor, speaker of the House, and president of the Senate, all from the same party, support the bills. Based on my knowledge of how the system works and people involved, I'm extremely confident the bills will be passed. I've worked side-by-side side with many of you to build a highly respected, desired school system. We built the system with a focus on being a district that serves our community. They get good results out there in Vail. They have a special community. I guess down there in Vail, they passed an override to give a 2.5% increase in salary to teachers last year. Now they're striking wanting more. Don't you love that? We need to return to providing an education to our students, allow parents caring for their kids to go back to work, all this other stuff, yabba, yada, 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 yada. Uh, support staff need to go back to work so they can pay their bills, because that's the thing. The teachers are like, we want more for the support staff, but they're striking, and the support staff, they're not getting paid. The teachers are getting paid. They're taking vacation. Sick days. He writes, there's nothing to be gained by staying closed as the bills wind their way through the legally required three-day period. We'll be open tomorrow, meaning today. Um, while many other schools across are open across the state, uh, it is likely we'll be the only district in the greater Tucson area to be open. Please, be, please remember, we did not become who we are by following the crowd. Please come back. We miss you. We miss working with you, Cal. So he wrote that in an email to the entire staff. Um, and they're open now, but it's not like, again, it's not like the the teachers um, in Vail are going back. They, they got some subs and some other people like that. Very interesting email. I'm wondering, again, where is the rest of this information going around the rest of the media? Nobody else is talking about it. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? It's kind of crazy. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Yet they continue to be just maniacs. By the way, do you see? They ruined A-Mountain. They painted A-Mountain red for Red for Ed. They did this. They put hashtag Red for Ed on A-Mountain. Not appropriate. You know, they, they try to act as if everybody's behind them on this. And again, we can all have civil discussions. But they're the ones that walked out on their job. They're contractually obligated to be here, and they walked out, leaving parents in a lurch, kids in a lurch. They walked out with three weeks left in the school year. And now they're painting A for a, a mountain. I mean, this this isn't good. And again, the story from the Wall Street Journal. If you are just tuning in, this is important, and I put it on my Facebook page. And it's there. You can see it. Um, It was an opinion piece by Jason Riley. And he talks about the Arizona teachers going on strike and other teachers going on strike. And how we've just, we've, Obama exploded in in federal uh, education funding. And it, it, it still went up under Bush. And he writes, the Cato Institute reports between 2000 and 2015, total spending per pupil at the state level rose on average by an inflation-adjusted inflation 18%. That's the average, 18%. During this period, it fell in Arizona. It rose in Kentucky, Oklahoma, West Virginia, where they had strikes and they got more money. So it fell in Arizona that period, went up everywhere else. Yet on federal 2015 federal standardized exams, Arizona made more progress than any other the state. So they did better in Arizona... And cut the funding. New York, by contrast, has the highest spending per pupil and teacher pay in the country. Most recent federal assessment released last month. New York ranked 27th in fourth grade reading, 36th in fourth grade math, 8th graders, 32nd in reading, 25th in math. Union leaders said these comparisons are meaningless. Of course they are, because it doesn't benefit them. So they spent the most money there and got, at best, average, below average results. Arizona made progress. Why is more money going to help? Now again, you want more money to live? Fine, 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 fine. go Neg- Have your teachers union negotiate that in your next contract. This is garbage. What you're doing? Garbage. Simple as that. Eight fifty. We have more to get to. We got to get to John McCain and his stupid book. Why doesn't he just quit? Get your reaction to this too. Don't go anywhere. Morning ritual, Garrett Lewis. We're back in five. KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word win to 200, You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's win to 200, 200. Hi, what's up? It is 9.08. It's your morning ritual on this uh, Tuesday, May 1st. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM790, Tucson's. Most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, Number one, the strike continues. Uh, Only Vail said they're going to open because the Vail superintendent said, listen, you got a good deal. Uh, But they're not having their teachers back. There have been subs. They're having other people fill in until the teachers get back. TUSD is going to vote maybe tonight, the school board, to cancel school, which would stop teachers from being able to use their sick days and everything else. Uh, So maybe they'll be held accountable. Good luck. Second thing I think you need to know. Uh, Ducey and the Republicans have seemingly come to a deal for $10.4 billion in spending in that they get the raises. They're going to take um, tens of millions of dollars out of uh, prescription drug medicine for access. Yep. Uh, They want uh, the assessment to collect more from hospitals. It's a tax. They want to find all that money. And anyway, uh, local school districts will pay more. That's That's how it is. And Tucson will pay the most. Because of desegregation, it's convoluted. I'm just letting you know that's just the way it is. Third thing I think you need to know uh, is that uh, the illegal aliens, well, they're soon to be legal aliens. Well, they are illegal aliens. Eleven of them w- were charged with a crime after they crossed our border from the ca- the, the migrant caravan. So at least we have uh, you know law and order actually happening, which is nice. Uh, because you shouldn't be able to get in unless you have the proper documentation. It's like that at sporting events, at schools, airplanes. But you can't have that for the country, right? Give me a break. Three things I think you need to know. My house? Yeah, your house. You know, you could take away your, your wife's documentation. I know a guy. Divorce lawyer. Oh. Not that guy. Will you stop it? I will right, we'll get the McCain stuff in a little bit. Moving um, on. Thank you. Uh, we had uh, Phil. Phil from Sabino uh, on the show. Sabino High School. He had him on on Friday and created... Uh, A firestorm. We talked about some stories and some uh, some major bias that goes on at the school toward him as a conservative. And then some of the uh, Sabino kids hit me up on Twitter, which I found entertaining. And they wanted to say their piece. And as long as it makes sense, I'll give him a chance. Right. Uh, By the way, again, the interview, Kyle of the Parkland student, the one conservative student that's publicly speaking uh, about this stuff. He heard the interview and retweeted it. So, uh, I mean, it's gotten all it's good. It's getting around. It's getting around. So, uh, Emma wants to talk, uh, Emma, thanks for joining us here on KNST. How you doing?
7: I'm good. How are you?
0: Good. So you're a senior this year? Yeah. Okay. What are you going to do in life?
7: Um, I'm planning to go to the U of A next year.
0: Okay. What do you want to study?
7: Um, I'm not completely sure Sure. yet. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of stressful, but I understand. I understand. Yeah.
0: I gotcha. All right. So, uh, you know, Phil, who was in here. Uh, he told some stories about some things that teachers said uh, to him, what other students have said to him, that kind of stuff. Uh, and, um, you know, here's the thing. I'll be totally honest with you. You said that, we, you know, it's not all like what Phil said. We have a different community, blah, blah, blah. I don't really give a crap right now about the community, about what, you know, I'm talking about if teachers are literally calling him names because he said there's a difference between legal immigration and illegal immigration. I have a problem with that. You understand?
7: Yeah, I understand that. So
0: that actually happened, though?
7: Well, I haven't been in every single class. Okay. But the classes that I am in with him, Mm -hmm. I know that he is... Keep it clean. Sorry, what?
0: Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Go ahead.
7: Yeah, I'm not going to... Okay. Yeah. Um, My intent isn't to come on here and disrespect him in any way or his views because um, I share some conservative views too, but to the degree that he, um, like, believes them as gospel and stuff and isn't very open to other people's ideas and stuff, I think that's what gets people very upset in some of the comments that he makes. Um, I mean, I know being in this year's English class with him, There are times that I know I don't want to speak up and other kids don't want to talk because they don't want to turn class into a political debate because he, that's what he likes to do. He likes to debate with people. I know he, like he'll go back and forth with the teacher and this year the class that I have in no way or shape or form has this teacher disrespected him because I don't, give into that like I won't if something comes across as disrespectful to a student that a teacher says I won't support that so you
0: okay so you've never witnessed any kind of teacher being disrespectful targeting mean anything like that at all to Phil
7: no not this year I'm not gonna speak I, I can't honestly speak about what happened last year because i was not in that class but there are students that i am friends with that are saying that they know what the truth is and that they will tell what it is i know they haven't called and stuff i believe i'm the only one to call but um i think that the discussion that bill had with you on this uh class this junior class that he had um I disagree with what with how he said that what the teacher teaches is full of crap
0: which um, which part is that which part is that i uh, yeah I just need specifics
7: um well he just he just said that what this teacher teaches is full of crap in general
0: The English teacher you're talking about
7: yes, the one that he had last year
0: the one that told him to step outside because she got all worked up after the election yes. I don't know if I disagree with him if an adult has to tell a student to step outside because she got worked up because Trump won the election.
7: Well, I think that's totally different to ask asking him to step outside than I don't understand how he can just say that the whole curriculum is full of crap. He didn't
0: say the whole Fox. curriculum. He said that she, and he basically didn't rip, her, he didn't rip her individually. He just said that she asked, he just told stories. I don't know where you come up with this full of crap thing. I, di- I, didn't, I didn't hear that.
7: I know there are other conservative kids in our school and stuff that aren't as aggressive with their views, and they don't have any problem with this teacher. This teacher has won multiple awards. Okay, that's fine, that's fine,
0: but again, do you think it was appropriate for her to call him a racist and a bigot because he said there's a difference between legal and illegal immigration?
7: I was not in that class and do you, I don't know do you what think it's, happened. It,
0: it it happened it happened do you think it's appropriate for an adult teacher to call a student a racist and a bigot if they if they if he says there's a difference between legal and illegal immigration?
7: No, I don't believe it's okay okay, there you go that's all right that's, yeah, but if that's the only thing that has happened and stuff like okay.
0: What about the administrator when he got when he went to the office and then she asked him about his abortion views? And then she told him he shouldn't he doesn't matter what he thinks because he's a man. Is that appropriate?
7: I don't believe that's appropriate.
0: There you uh... go. So then what else? I mean, I don't understand what what you know, the the, you know, you keep using the line. I'm a conservative and this. It doesn't matter. It, It doesn't matter if you're conservative or liberal. I wouldn't be for a teacher trying to bash into your head that Trump is the greatest thing of all time because I don't think it's appropriate to do at school.
7: Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that we all, like all the Sabino students, know him and know that he loves to talk politics. Okay, and that he will not stop. So,
0: and, what, what would you like? So, again, so are you guys? Were you guys offended when you heard Phil on the radio?
7: We weren't offended. We were just upset that he went on the radio and used it as an outlet to kind of bash our school. He
0: almost. wasn't bashing the school. He was bashing specific teachers and things that happened.
7: Yeah, and I just totally disagree with what he had to say about the teachers.
0: Well, what I just told you, but you just agreed with it because you said that it's not appropriate for the teacher to call him a racist and a bigot.
7: Well, I was in those classes and stuff, and I, I share some of the same views that Philip does. Do you you think there's
0: a difference between legal and illegal immigration?
7: Yes, I do. I share the same views Mm -hmm. that Philip does on legal and illegal immigration. Hang on. Let me ask you this.
0: Phil told me that you apparently yelled at him in class to check his white privilege, white male privilege. Is that that true?
7: No. I never yelled that at him. That was not me.
0: Hang on a second, because this is radio, and here's Phil. Phil, welcome to the conversation. Hello, how you doing? Phil, Emma, Emma, Phil, glad we're all here. You know, God all forbid, right. you, this is good, you're not in school, you you guys will learn more here <laughs> than you ever will at school. So Yeah, Phil, it's nice, it's nice. Well, okay, I'm hang on, Phil, we're, we're, was Emma not the girl that you told me screamed to free, at you to check your white privilege?
1: Well, I remember it very clearly. What happened was I walked late into class, and I handed Miss Thompson a slip, and then uh, you guys made a comment about something, and then I said uh, something disagrees, and then you stood up and said, check your white male privilege. Then I sat down, and I said, oh, boy, I can't wait to hear what we're learning about today.
7: You thought that was me?
1: That was you.
7: That was not me. I've never said that to anyone, Philip. I am not one to yell at another student in class, especially if you weren't there. No,
1: Emma, I'm sure that was you, and that's your freedom of speech, so I don't really care about it. I'm just no, saying that was you and I remember no, I'm very trying vividly. to make you
7: understand I never said that it might have been somebody else in the class but I never said that and for you to come on here and say that I yelled that at you in class is really just like I just don't think that's okay
0: all of a sudden I feel like this is a music morning show and we're checking out on what happened on the first date what happened with that okay so so we have one denying, one not denying. Alright, Phil, you heard Emma say that uh, she doesn't recall any any teacher treating you poorly. Is that true? Or has she That's just not been in your not class? What I said. Oh, okay. Well said. So you said you don't you did not witness any teacher saying the things the
7: English teacher that we have now Yes. in the class that we are in together this year, I said that I have not witnessed her offend him. In ways that he may have been offended in the past. I feel that this teacher currently uses facts and stuff to back up her disagreements that mm-hmm. she has with him. But I'm, I honestly can't stay here if he believes that I'm the one who yelled that at him. And I didn't want to come in here and have a discussion with Philip. I came in here to tell you that some of the things he, like, some of the stories and said he's wrong, and the last thing I wanted to get to was the assignments that were given, and then I'm going to go because um, I know last year he talked about the um, the SNL videos that were being shown, Yes. and I know that as part of the curriculum, we were going over a unit in comedy, and... I mean, you might not agree that that's comedy and stuff, but we were viewing uh, all kinds of stuff on parody, satire, and everything. So it was, given, it was given as a parody of Trump and stuff, and so the kind of twist lesson plans and stuff, I don't agree with because I was in those classes witnessing the same okay, thing.
0: Okay, okay, well, don't, don't be mad. I just want to make sure we get the right story out there, and I'm losing my patience as well, to be honest with you, but um, Phil... Is she? Is yeah. you know, she basically saying that you're over? You're you're exaggerating your claims, and maybe you are. I don't know. What's your response to all this stuff? Well, my response would be,
1: um, I think that you and I see it differently. I think that I have different interactions with the teachers. This is just how I've seen it. And you were talking about other students and how they didn't have problem with it to share similar views. But like I said earlier, many students have told me, "Thank you for saying this." Like I've had many problems with this teacher, and I've been very firmly against it. And so these, these teachers I've talked about, they do have a bias. My problem is them uh, showing it in class, in public, and, and at times teaching it and having us read things or do things related to it. And it's not, it's not anything to do with them personally. I think they're fantastic teachers. Um, it's, more so, <clears throat> it's more so their bias and some of the things that they uh, teach us. And I think that you and I do see things differently, and we also have different experiences. And my interactions are different with the teachers than your interactions are.
0: And do do you recall any any were you in any class you remember, Phil, with Emma, where teachers treated you poorly because of your views? I know I'm putting you on the spot.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna think about this. The one last year, the one last year is really the only one that like. Someone mm-hmm. treated me poorly, and then there was the administrator, but that was private conversation. Um, but this year, I'd say she hasn't treated me poorly so much as what I talked about in the interview, which was the bias towards But No, I wouldn't say that. With Emma, I wouldn't say that she's been in any classes with teachers that have treated me poorly.
0: Okay. Well, Emma, look... Uh, I don't think it was anything. Phil, did, Phil actually said the teacher that he disagreed with was a great teacher. He said he's a math teacher. It's a liberal that was a great teacher, and they would talk about things privately, not during class. He wasn't. I don't. I didn't take it that he, that he was bashing Sabino High School. He was just pointing out examples of bias, and it's it's worthwhile right now because teachers are wanting more money, and I'm a, I'm a parent. And I want to make sure that the money is going to be used wisely. And I, there are, there's a lot of bias in high school, in middle school, and even in elementary school. I talk about these stories on my, on my radio show. And I don't think that uh, I should be paying for that kind of stuff. That, that's all. That's what we were trying to go for.
7: Yeah, I understand that. Okay.
0: Well, listen, um, you, you kids need to go back to class. Oh, we have no school today. I know. That you need to end this thing and go back <laughs> to class. You need to learn I'm more. Right. I'm
1: actually going to Heroes and Villains right now to go pick up some comics
0: myself. Okay, and that's where you lost me, Phil. Thank you very much, Emma. Listen, thank you for for uh, for calling in again. I, you know, your kids get all fired up, you get emotional. I get it. Maybe you're not you don't like Phil. You don't have to like Phil, and that's fine. That that's that's okay. Uh, maybe you disagree with Phil, and that's fine. That's okay. But um, you know, we we do see maybe see things differently. You know, when a teacher specifically shows certain kinds of clips that they deem as funny in comedy. There's a bias there. There's a bias in everything that happens. You know? There's a a bias in everything. So, you know, if they only pick things that make fun of Trump a lot, there's a bias there. And if you don't like Trump, you think it's great. And if you like Trump, you think it's horrible. That's just life. So one person has a problem with it and one person doesn't. That's all. Yeah. Okay. You and Phil didn't used to date or anything, did you? No. Okay. I just sense a tension. That's all. No. Yeah. No, okay. No. Well, well no. listen, I wish you I wish you the best of luck. Um I, I'm sure you guys will do okay. I hope you guys go get jobs so you don't rob me at an ATM in the next ten years. All okay. right. All right. Thank you very much. That's uh high school kids, which is why we generally don't uh want a lot of high school kids. You no, know, they did great. It's hard being on the radio. It really is. It's difficult. So there you go. I got, I got you got Twitter. My Twitter was uh over the weekend kind of blowing up, so she wanted she called in. You're supposed to call in yesterday, I guess. She didn't, she called in today. She called at the end of the show yesterday, right? Yes. And she called in today and she uh she said, you know, I want to give my peace. I apologize. I don't think much was accomplished there, except that maybe maybe there needs to be a second date. Well, I'm just going to
6: say that she had enough uh, gumption to call in and, yeah, and know, stand up what she believes You know for.
0: what? She did more than the rest than, of those Twitter people. Yeah, well, she did more than Tucson Councilman Paul Cunningham, <laughs> John McCain, Doug Ducey, Jeff Flake. Seriously, is she still there? Is she still know. there? Want to find out? You know, she probably hung up, but it's all right. I mean, you know, I'm is sure. she still there. She's still there? I'm on. Nope, she hung up. Oh, yeah, she's still there. She's there. there. Oh, you know, hang on. Help on. Hang, on. Help, let her hang on a second. Seriously, Emma, I give you credit. You may disagree with Philip, and that's fine. I don't really care about that. But you had the guts to come on and state your views, and many adults, especially political leaders, don't have the guts to come on this show and state what they believe. So I want to thank you for, uh, for doing that. And it's, it's really difficult to, to be on the radio in front of a lot of people and, uh, and just start talking because you start overthinking your words and wondering what you're going to say. So kudos to you, okay?
7: All right. Thank you.
0: All right. Take care. Now I'm done. Nine twenty-seven. We'll get to the whole McCain crap. Who won't come on the show? Uh, because, well, you're mean. That is true. <laughs> we'll continue morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety sounds most stimulating talk. Talk. You think uh, we can get a picture of your face on a shirt? Or a hundred?
1: That's that's kind of a big job, right there. If they can handle that, they can handle anything. Shut up. <laughs> what three? <laughs> Uh, there's a there's this picture that's floating around the office for some reason of you awful and it's taped up
6: everywhere underneath toilet seats and all sorts of stuff and i'm like we should get that picture and put it on a shirt
0: my wife would murder you and have it say like like you know the morning ritual You wish you were me and then your picture right in the middle well we need a better picture but yes i agree with that (laughs) Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the strike continues. We don't know when it's going to end. Vail is back in business, but the teachers aren't there. They're having subs and other people, so uh, good luck with that. TUSD may vote. Yeah, they may vote tonight to to shut down for the rest of the week so teachers can't use vacation, personal days, and sick time. They can't get paid. Uh, Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, Ducey and the Republicans have a $10.4 billion budget where they claim they can pay for the student raise, the teacher raise, excuse me, and, and, and things like that with uh, by taking money away from prescription drugs for uh, for access. Uh, having an assessment, I guess, getting more from the, the hospital tax. They called an assessment is really a tax uh, and some other maneuvers. Uh, and there's a thing in there, too, that 17 school districts will pay more. Tucson is one of them. They'll actually pay the most according to the numbers. That's, what I've, that's what's been reported. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know How about this. Um, there's a story that just came out. Washington Examiner. There is a backlog of illegal immigration court cases. There are over a million. 684,000 people have delayed deportations. That's how bad the problem is after all of these years. Thanks to Bush and Clinton, and Bush, and Obama. Reagan gave the amnesty, and then everybody else let him down. Three things I think you need to know. Apparently somebody said they saw your, your picture hanging up at the post office for some reason. Oh, is that what it is? Matt Jack said that. I am very wanted. I am very wanted. That's not bad. That's not bad.
1: <laughs> for what?
0: Uh, for things. So i got to talk about a couple of things right now real fast, too. Uh, one of them, by the way, you. Yeah, that, Marco Rubio. Before we get to McCain, and I, I, I'm i just sorry, we got all this school crap, and, and this Marco Rubio thing is truly, I mean, this guy is one of the biggest pieces of crap. Yeah, it's just mean, Gary. This is, this is what McCain's talking about, right? This is, no, no, no. Marco Rubio might as well be Nancy Pelosi. He had an interview with the leftist, the economist, where he actually said the Republicans' new tax law Quote, there's no evidence whatsoever that the money's been massively poured back into the American worker. Excuse me? Excuse me? What is this freaking problem? Is he being told by his masters to take down Trump to make sure they lose the midterms? Not like anybody listens to this freaking guy. This guy wanted to be president. There are people that put their faith into Marco freaking Rubio. He introduced a proposal in 2015 that included provisions very similar to the new tax law. But now that Trump did it, nah. Nah. What is his problem? Quote, there's still a lot of thinking on the right that if big corporations are happy, they're going to take the money they're saving and reinvest it in American workers. Didn't they do that with bonuses, salary increases, jobs, new hires? Well, Marco Rubio is so brilliant, quote, in fact, they bought back shares. A few gave out bonuses, a few. There's no evidence whatsoever that the money's been massively poured back to the American worker. Has he looked? It's just, Who's he called? I don't, I don't. Like Nancy Pelosi. Oh. He is literally saying the same thing as them. Remember that time when a Democrat said the uh, Obama stimulus wasn't working? and It was a big waste of money because I don't. Yeah. Mm hmm. This is incredible. Uh, There was a tweet that Marco was the first Republican candidate in the 2016 cycle to propose a cash flow business tax. He wanted to, he had a proposal in 2015 that would have cut the corporate tax rate to 25%. Trump got it down to 21. Yet Marco Rubio loved the law on April 16th. He had a meeting with President Trump in Miami and he said, quote, I want to thank you for fighting for the American worker. So it's good, then it's bad. Freaking Marco Rubio. It's unbelievable. I love this. He said that um, he didn't focus enough on the concerns of workers during the 2016 presidential campaign. No crap, Trump didn't he won. Because we don't trust you because you don't care about the workers, man. You care about big business and cheap labor, you open borders. Anyway, he said, quote, I didn't spend, he said, he said, okay, I spent a tremendous amount of time focused on the opportunities I had as the son of a bartender and a maid in the past century. I didn't spend nearly enough time talking about what the bartender and maid face today. Well, they're getting more money back, dude. This is all he cares about. This is all he's saying. This is why I didn't do enough of this. I didn't do enough of that. Maybe your ideas just suck. How about that, Marco? So Rubio is just bashing Trump over this. I mean, what a, what a crock! And then you get uh, McCain. You get good old, uh, good old Big Mouth McCain. Not his daughter, just John this time. His new book, where again he wants civility, and then bashes Trump. I mean. It, so in the new book, he said the president seems to care more about the appearance of toughness than American values. That is an American value. We like to be tough. We don't want to be run over and used anymore, made to look stupid, John. But you're a globalist, so you don't you don't realize that. McCain wrote he has meaning Trump, he has declined to distinguish the actions of our government from the crimes of despotic ones. Really? Hey, you got those uh you got those killing fields that Trump did? He literally is comparing Trump to a despot. Yeah, 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 shame, shame actions, shame actions, same actions. He's giving people their money back. He wants them to keep their Second Amendment rights. And don't say John McCain has lost his mind. He's always thought this way. And he's just a bitter old dude that's coming to the end of the line and he's just pissed off. You know, that must suck, right? That must suck to be coming to the end of the line and you're just an angry old man and you're just bitter and this is all you can do. I don't feel bad for him. He's doing it himself. But that's what you're doing, man. You got to love this. Um, He said, I'm freer than colleagues who will face the voters again. I can speak my mind without fear and the consequences much. And I can vote my conscience without worry like you left us with Obamacare. John. And then he said, I don't think I'm free to disregard my constituents' wishes. Far from it. I don't feel excused from keeping pledges I made. Like building the dang fence, John. Nor do I wish to harm my party's prospects. <clears throat> but I do feel a pressing responsibility to give Americans my best judgment. We think your judgment sucks. He laments the decline in civility and cooperation and increased obstructionism. How did Tru- you, how tr- you to contribute to that? Well, yeah, well... Because he wants to do everything for the left. He doesn't want to contribute to the right. He obstructs the right. Uh, Trump offered DACA. He uh, he wanted to work with Democrats. They want to impeach him over nothing. Why don't you call out your Democratic friends for making this bullcrap witch hunt up about the dirty dossier that you gave to Jim Comey? Oh, yeah, we we need to be more chival. So when I come across this piece of crap thing based on nothing and lies to the Pfizer judge, I'm going to hand that right over. But that's not that's that that, that that's civil. That's good. Because we can't have a dirtbag like Trump in there. We need more civility. Big government. He is just the worst. Absolute worst. He pushes Americans to seek presidential candidates who promise to create relationships across political parties and are willing to compromise to address national issues. Trump gave the offer for DACA. He gave the offer. Oh, I mean, this is why, you know, this is why nobody likes you, John. You've ruined your own reputation. He really has. He's, ru- he's ruined it. You know, just, you know, you felt bad. The guy's got the brain cancer and you feel bad about it. And then he does this crap like this and you're like, you know what? Just resign. Just go hang out in Sedona. Just just go hang out in Scottsdale. You're once again insulting us. Remember he, you know, I. we need more civility. Yeah. Do you remember the civility when he refused to apologize by calling Tea Party people hobbits? Do you remember that? We have the audio of that, too. You know, maybe we'll play some of the best of John McCain's civility. Yeah, so full of crap. You, mean, we're not to be fooled again. We're over it. Uh, We'll continue. We'll get to that coming up. Uh, Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating
7: talk. Innovation or damage control Only well, Lisa Brady, Fox News, Facebook announcing a new way to address privacy concerns. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal with this live. Lisa, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg says at their developer conference today, they plan to talk about a new privacy control, what they're calling clear history. It works similarly to existing tools that can clear your web history. Zuckerberg says in a statement that users will be able to see information about apps and websites that they've interacted with that they can clear from their account. This will mean a loss of connection to those sites, though, so you'll have to sign back into every website connected to your Facebook page. He added that one thing he learned from his experience testifying before Congress this month is that he didn't have clear enough answers to some of the questions about data. Lisa. Thanks, Jessica. Immigration officials so far allowing eight of the caravan migrants from Central America across the Mexico border to be considered for asylum in the U.S. Tom Homan is the acting head of ICE. Do
5: some of these folks... Are, are they escaping fear and persecution? Yes, some are. But I also know that many aren't. Many are taking advantage of a
0: system with, with loopholes
7: in it. Echoing the president's call for immigration reform after announcing he's retiring. Enough kids are accidentally drinking the liquids used with e-cigarettes to prompt a new warning from federal health officials.
0: 13 different makers of vaping products have been issued warnings by both the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and the Federal Trade Commission to stop making their packages of e-cigarette liquid resemble things like candy and juice boxes.
5: And it's easy to see how a child could confuse these e-liquid products for something they believe they've consumed before. And if a child were to consume these products with highly concentrated amounts of nicotine in them, the potential harms are serious and even potentially deadly.
0: FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb, health experts have been marking a rise in the number of youth using e-cigarettes. Fox Evan News. Brown, Fox News.
7: Fox News, fair and balanced.